0: The wall street journal said he's one of the most innovative minds in football he's a rat espn once called him the guru of the spread scumbag football scoop labeled him the mastermind behind college football's number one offense nobody likes him not even his family He took three separate teams over a five-year period and made each a top-ten offense. Yeah, but he's such a horse's ass. He was fired by future United States Senator Tommy Tuberville in the middle of the season, even though he had a 5-2 and two record. No wonder CBS Sports said there's never been quite a coach like Franklin. He marches to a different beat. Mariah, an outcast, a person or animal that is despised, shouldn't. Or avoided. Warning. Buckle up and put your big boy pants on. This is if your friendly kiss ass coaches show. If you can not handle the truth, eject immediately. And now, from parts unknown, it's the pigskin pariah. The one, the only. Coach Tony Franklin.
1: I, I have talked about this before, but my goal simply late in the year is to try and make a difference for those of you that are still playing, that still have a chance to win a championship, that still have a chance to secure your job, keep your job, or get your next job. My goal is to give you one thing, one piece of advice, one example of my failures to maybe do something that... Now I remember if I had done it, I would have probably been more successful. Maybe I would have won another game. Maybe I would have won enough not to get fired. Maybe I would have made myself a a million-dollar-a-year offensive coordinator. So that's the primary goal as we're in November, is to try to every week, every day, come up with something that makes your life just a little bit better and to reflect back on just exactly what it is that you're trying to accomplish. So if you're still playing right now, you probably have one goal, and that is win games in the playoffs. So here's some just very simple things to remember. Starting with this, if I am a play caller on offense, the most important thing that I can do every single week, without a doubt, is to make sure that my game plan thinks of one group first. And that group that I'm thinking about first is the offensive linemen. It's my job to call plays so that they can be successful early in a game. Doesn't mean it's going to work. I had a play call early this year in a huge game that I basically planned and schemed an eight man protection to block four guys and to work one-on-one with a receiver. But, one of our players decided to go the wrong way. And when he went the wrong way and everybody else went the right way, guess what? Our eight guys blocked three guys, didn't touch one guy, which led to a hit, a fumble that was picked up and ran in for a touchdown, which was the difference in the ball game. So sometimes even with the best intentions, you can still screw it up. Some form of communication, something that goes wrong. So when you scheme, drawing on paper, I love to draw on paper. It's one of my favorite things to do is to look at some defense that we're getting ready to play and try to find a way to magically come up with a scheme that will have a touchdown in it. And, oh, my God, if I've got the pencil last, I can beat any defensive coordinator in the country except for one little small problem. If I do not have a scheme that makes the offensive lineman successful, then whatever this cool thing is I've drawn up on paper, where I can take advantage of a defensive back, where I can force one DB to move one way, another one to move another way, slip in a receiver back behind those guys, and have an easy touchdown, it's all beautiful except that we couldn't block the three technique. It's all beautiful except that In some form or fashion, I got one guy matched up on another guy that he could not block. Now, he might be able to block him later in the game, but I've got to make sure that I got that defender tired first. I've got to make sure I've run him first, or I've got to make sure that I've double teamed him. So if you're drawing up your plan to win the next week, to be able to be successful and to continue on, to be able to win a championship, to be able to beat a team you're not supposed to beat, to be able to finally grab that gold and then get a better job and have more money for your family. If all that stuff is important, then make sure that every single week from here on out is that the first thing you do when you make that game plan is that you make your offensive line successful. That's the number one thing that you can do. How do you help them? Well, you can do it with tempo. You can say, you know what? I'm not going to make these guys try to go one-on-one and pass protect until I get the defensive line tired. That's one way to do it. I've done that. Or you can say, I'm going to screen the other team first. I'm going to make the defensive line by turning them and having them run. I'm going to throw outside screams, even if they don't gain a yard. The defensive lineman had to go in one direction, turn and run in the other direction. And then eventually I'll be able to pass from Or, If you're really good, then sometimes you can take shots early in a game with just a five-man protection scheme because your offensive line is better than their defensive line. Very seldom is that true, but sometimes it is, and then you can take some shots. I've been able to do that some in this season of mine because we've had schematic things and we've had things to where I could take advantage of an opponent, and our offensive line was good enough for me to call a play that normally I might not have called early in a ball game. But what happened was I got to know my offensive line. I got to know how good they were. I got to know by watching film how good the other team was, and then I could take more chances. If not, then I need to find a way to max protect. How do you max protect? You can get in a two-back set, and you can slide your offensive line. You can gap protect. You can have two running backs blocking one defensive player, or you can help with chipping. Hey, don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back after this short message.
0: You're listening to the Coach Tony Franklin Podcast.
1: In the last 21 years, the Tony Franklin system has been covered and mentioned in USA Today, Forbes, NPR, The Wall Street Journal, CBS, and ESPN. Why? Because my clients, high school coaches from all over the country, middle school coaches, and even college and NFL coaches – have had careers change forever. They've set NCAA records, they've set high school records, they've won state championships, they've won conference championships, and they've even won national championships. Why? Because in the system we teach them quarterback mastery, every drill that you can imagine, game planning, fundamentals, coordinating an offense and defense, raising money, being the best you can be in your strength program, how to run a system. Tempo, RPOs, career advancement, crisis management, and even recruiting. And many of my clients have paid in the neighborhood of 10, 20, 30, 50, some even close to $100,000 over that period of time. I put it all together, everything that we've done that's a value, I've got it all in one file now. And for the first time ever, and the only time, and for a short period of time, I'm selling the entire system. It's not a one-year subscription like my normal programs have been. This is a lifetime product that you get to keep forever. If you're interested, simply send me an email at coachtf at gmail.com, coachtf at gmail.com, and say, hey, Tony, send me that stuff. I heard about it on your podcast. I'll send it out to you immediately. You can take a chip on an offensive player, and that's a way to fix something in a game when all of a sudden somebody pops off the screen. And you go, oh, my God, it's a mismatch. We can't block that guy. Then all of a sudden you have to take the running back and you have to start chipping him. You can move the pocket. There's lots of ways to move the pocket. You can roll out with reaching everybody and securing the edge with a running back helping the tackle because that's a hard block for the tackle. You can turn back protect. And you almost always need two running backs if you're going to turn back protect. So if all the offensive linemen is going to turn back and block the backside gap, which is a very easy way for your offensive linemen to be successful, you're almost always going to need two running backs to block the edge. Because just the normal defensive end is going to have to be blocked singly by the running back, which is a hard block. And then if somebody comes off the edge, And the other one has to be there in order to be able to do that. You can also move the pocket with play action, what used to be called nakeds, to where that you hope the defensive line buys your fake and they buy all the offensive linemen running the opposite direction, running zone the opposite way. But when the LA Rams had a good run of three or four years in a row with Sean McVay there, All of a sudden, they're not nearly as good because their old line's not as good. And people have figured out some of his schematic deals. And karma is a bitch when you think that you're smarter than everybody else in the room, and that's what happened to him. Karma's a bitch when it comes back and bites you in the ass. But he proved that you could run some of the naked stuff by bringing your receivers in real tight and having those guys pin the edges either with one guy pinning the edge or two guys pinning the edge and only having two receiver route combos. You could move the pocket with a naked boot like that, or you could have the old school boots. I haven't ran those in a few years, but those things still work sometimes. The where you gap, protect, pull a guard, he secures the edge. That only works if the edge defender is not jetting up the field. If the edge defender is jetting up the field, the old school boots don't work. If the edge defender is squeezing, then you can still secure the edge with the pulling guard and you can get out on the edge. So those are just ways that when you go into a game that you can guarantee success for your offensive line. It's very important that you don't ask your O-line to do things that they can't do. That's what you should know by this time of the year. Every offensive coordinator Every head coach can come up with a great plan, drawing it on paper. But if you don't think of your offensive linemen first and how you can make them successful early in a ball game, what you need to do to do that, then you're not doing the best job that you can to be a coach. You can change formations to get more people involved in protection, either by having three backs in the backfield and only two receivers, having three receivers with two backs in the backfield, having seven O-linemen on the field at the same time, eight O-linemen on the field at the same time, anything that you can do to give your guys the best chance. That's what your job is, especially this time of year when you know who you are. You can't go in and play Alabama and be Mississippi State and only use five-man protection the entire game Drop back and throw the ball 45 times a game and then bitch after the game. Talk about your guys every single year as if it's their fault when the only person's fault is you, the dumb fuck, calling the plays and making the scheme. Everything works against other human beings when you understand human capability and human potential. If you don't understand that, you are... Truly, if you continue to make the same mistake over and over again and always come up with a fancy story to blame somebody else besides yourself, you are normally a narcissistic, egomaniac, dumbfuck. And I have been a narcissistic, egomaniac, dumbfuck in my coaching career. And as I've become older than Methuselah, I have tried to make sure I don't have that mistake again. So for you going into the playoffs, digging deep, don't be a narcissistic, egomaniac, fuck. Be smart. Take care of your old line first in every game plan. Take care. Good luck. Win it all.
0: Thanks for listening to today's show. One. Go to coachtf.com slash podcast and leave us your email so we can send you your free download for our Skin pocket card, which gives you 10 simple steps to follow daily to ensure an amazing life. Two, do something good today for someone who can never repay you and you'll have truly lived an amazing life. 3. Join us Monday through Friday for new episodes and download any of our episodes wherever you get your podcast or simply download from our coachtf.com slash podcast. Four, give us a five-star review today so we can continue to put together entertaining and informative episodes. Always remember, do good, no repay.